This is the Education Exchange with Paul Peterson. I am the senior editor at Education Next. Thank you for joining us. Most studies of public and private schools focus on academic achievement or post-secondary degree attainment. But recently, many have argued that other outcomes of schooling are every bit as important. What kind of a school does the best job of preparing students for life? How do schools affect people's empathy for others and their engagement in public life? I have with me on the Education Exchange today David Sickink, Associate Professor in the Department of Sociology at the University of Notre Dame. He and his colleagues have just completed a major nationwide study of the civic engagement of graduates of public schools, Catholic schools, Protestant schools, and other private schools. David, it is great to have you join me on the Education Exchange. Thank you. Glad to be here. Well, David, uh, the public school is often celebrated as the crucible of democracy. And private and religious schools have been seriously criticized for dividing people against each other and for fragmenting our society. Now, you've decided to look empirically at this question of schooling and civic-mindedness. Uh, you've uh, imaginatively drawn upon a nationwide data set that scholars have ignored for years. First of all, tell me, where did you get the information that you used to talk about this important public policy question? Uh, this is based on the panel study of income dynamics, uh, which is one of the foremost longitudinal surveys in the U.S., uh, headquartered at the University of Michigan. And um, they started in 1968 with 5,000 families, and they followed all of those people plus their children every other year, uh, uh, for the most part. And in 1995, they actually asked about uh, school sector. So they asked slightly different questions from one year to another. They must ask some of the same questions every time. Yeah, and they do have supplements as well. So they, they vary it up uh, to some extent, and they do quite a bit on volunteering and uh, giving as well. Oh, so they, uh, do they do this often, or just once or twice did they ask about volunteering and, and uh. giving? Uh, it was, uh, they did some things in 2013, also earlier, uh, uh, in around 2000, uh, 2006, I think, is when they started this. They had some uh, money from uh, IUPUI. So, in other words, you have where they went to school in 1996 and what they were doing in 2013 in the way of civic contributions such as volunteering or donating to various causes. Yes. So that's sort of nice because you actually find out about their schooling when they're still in school. Is that right? For, for many of the respondents. Uh, some of them are reporting on what they did uh, because they would have been adults at that time. Uh, but some of them are reporting on their kids uh, who then join the sample. Uh, when they graduate. So how many observations do you have in your study? How many people are we talking about here? Yeah, we have data from uh, on uh, 4,000 to 6,000 uh, respondents. Uh, it's limited to some extent based on how they sample, but we still have a, a fairly large sample and even after we look at the smaller sectors, we have enough to uh, enough to get some sense, you know, 200, 400 respondents. Even and this is a nationally representative sample, right? Right, nationally representative uh, uh, through the PSID. 
So uh, now, I know the public school sector is the largest uh, sector in the United States. So how many observations do you have for Catholic schools and Protestant schools and other private schools, roughly speaking? Right. I should have those exact figures, but um, it, it, from what I'm remembering, it was about 400 Catholic schoolers, uh, 200 uh, 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 non-Catholic religious schoolers. So in that range, and, and about the same for the non-religious uh, private schoolers. So now, if you're going to look at the effect of schooling on civic participation, lots of other things affect it as well. How, how do you address that question that you, you, you can't just talk about? You went to school, you're doing this, you got to take into account other things as well. So, so yes. what's your strategy for doing yeah. that? Well, we, we did uh, the most, uh, well, we did as much as we could uh, in this first round. We can add some more detail um, uh, with, with uh, a little more intensive approach to all the data that's available in this study. Because you could actually look uh, at the grandparents' uh, income, socioeconomic status uh, in many cases. Uh, what we did here is we tried to control for uh, in a race, age, region, uh, gender, standard demographic variables. And education and income, of course. And then we, we controlled for current levels of education, income, uh, religious tradition, and religious service attendance. All right, so what's the bottom line here? What, is, the, is, is the private religious sector divisive and not participating in public life, or...? We, or do you find that they are more part of our society than some of these critics would have you think? Yeah, we don't find any evidence that um, the religious schooled uh, respondents are any less likely to be active in the civic sphere through volunteering and giving. Um, what is more likely is that they're attached to institutions that uh, facilitate volunteering and giving and mobilize them into the civic sphere and that gives them just another bridge, another avenue uh, to be active. Uh, we find that the Catholic schools are, are very um, effective in mobilizing their students when they're in school uh, to be uh, volunteering in the community. Uh, so right away you have an opportunity to create some bridges to civic organizations, to develop an identity as a volunteer, uh, and to get some experience and just sense of what it's like uh, to be uh, in the community helping others. Um, so they're actually more engaged than the students who come out of a public school environment. We find evidence that the Catholic school students certainly are. Uh, and then when we look later, in, during the young adult years especially, but with the PSID sample now we're extending that out to older ages as well, um, we're finding that um, in terms of volunteering, the likelihood of volunteering, the religious school graduates are quite likely to be involved. And uh, a lot of that for the non-Catholic religious, for the Protestant schoolers, is generated through their congregation. Um, but still, overall, um, these religious school students are, are being mobilized into the civic uh, Well, is there any difference sphere. in the kinds of organizations they participate in? Do you find that uh, evangelical Protestant students 
participate in different kinds of organization than public school students do, for example. Yes, uh, we do find that most of the involvement for the uh, Protestant schooled students is in or through their congregation. Now, we're not sure exactly what that means and what that means to the respondent. Of course, we know that some of that is, is uh, helping the organization. Some of that is helping people in the organization that need help. And some of that is being mobilized into uh, various uh, uh, helping activities in the community. So it could be all of that. Certainly, the evangelical Protestant school grads are connected to their congregations, they're connected to their religious communities, and they are effectively mobilized uh, in and through those uh, organizations. Yeah, so, uh, well, you know, you're supposed to tithe if you're religious. That's 10% of your income should be given to uh, worthy purposes. Uh, what do you find in this uh, very um, difficult area of, of actually taking something out of your pocketbook and giving yeah. it to somebody else. Is uh, the students from, from religious schools any better at that? Well, the evangelical Protestant school grads are giving at very high levels compared to the other school sectors. We think that's partly because uh, you know they are um, connected to religious communities through their school, they're connected to congregations, and that's maintained. You know, that's kind of... Uh, uh, becomes their conduit, in a way, for uh, uh, moving money <laughs> from their personal wealth and into, the, uh, into uh, the civic sphere, at least into the religious civic sphere, and to some extent beyond that. We also argue that it's, that it's not clear. I mean, you, you could say, well, um, does that, uh, is, is that a net gain to the civic sphere? We think it is in part because we think that uh, getting that money out of people's pockets doesn't happen very easily, and for evangelical Protestants, uh, this is an, a, a really effective way uh, to make that happen. Now, how about the Catholic, uh, the students who went to Catholic school? Are they uh, willing to uh, make contributions equivalent to other students? They're... Um, they're about the same as the public school. They're not less. Um, now, once we, for them, we are controlling for their educational and income uh, levels, and so it's, uh, you know, once you control for that, it's about the same across the public school and Catholic school in terms of giving. Partly that, we think, that's because uh, Catholic school students aren't going to be mobilized by their parish in the way that evangelical Protestant school students are mobilized by their congregation. Um, historically, the parishes are just less successful at, um, at um, creating a sense of obligation and uh, a norm of giving high percentages. Well, how about the secular private schools, those who say they went to a private school but they don't identify a particular yeah. religious connection for that private yeah. school? Uh, are they, uh, are they uh, yeah. public-spirited? Well, we were disappointed about that, and you know, you have this uh, this sense that um, you know, uh, private non-religious school uh, schools and graduates are uh, have a sense of obligation to civic life that you know they've been given much and they expect to give back. Usually, these are very expensive schools. They're probably the most expensive schools in the private sector. 
Yes. Uh, I, I don't know if you checked into that, but my guess would be that uh, a lot of these are, are uh, for the one percenters, as we might say. Yeah, for the, for the most part, yeah. And, and so it is much more expensive. And I think in the past you would have, ha would have had that sense of, of obligation to civic life uh, in these institutions, but we don't find that. Now, whether that's gone away or not, um, it, it was disappointing to see um, that. Now, it could be not so much a, a cultural explanation, but just a, an institutional explanation, that they're not being mobilized either in terms of their volunteering or their giving through, um, through congregations, uh, and we find some evidence that they're less likely to volunteer through congregations than students from other school sectors. Uh, so they have one less opportunity. Well, do they have certain uh, charitable organizations that they prefer? Is there any area that the secular private student graduates yes. uh, prefer? There's a little bit of evidence that they uh, prefer to be involved in environmental causes and uh, multi-purpose groups like United Way and that sort of thing. So, um, but now, are they any less than the public schools? These They're not, no, not less. Uh, they would be equivalent to, uh, so they wouldn't be less. Um, we didn't see any particular uh, special uh, uh, mobilization into civic life, but nothing that was, uh, was less than. Well, would you say overall there's less difference among all of these groups than you might have expected or that others might have expected that people come out of our high schools and go on to college and so forth are more alike than they are different from one another in all these respects? I think, I think it is true that sometimes uh, when people become concerned about religious schools and public life, they think that somehow going through a, say, evangelical school uh, has such a powerful uh, religious impact on you that you're just very different and you're just unable to function in public life. And we don't find uh, evidence for that at all. These uh, students are, are experiencing schooling in many ways very similar to other schools. And the differences are not particularly strong and can sometimes vary across data sets. The main, uh, the one, one among the strongest effects is the uh, amount of giving among evangelical Protestant school grads. It's, it's, it's way above the other school sectors. Uh, so you do see some of those effects on, say, congregational uh, volunteering being much stronger among the evangelical Protestants. Well, a lot of people distinguish between evangelical Protestants and mainline Protestants, and I didn't notice that in your analysis. Uh, what happened to those Methodists and Episcopalians and, you know, all the Lutherans and so forth that, uh, yes. that we think of as the mainline churches? Right. And it is unfortunate that in this data set we can't distinguish between the mainline Protestant and the evangelical Protestant. So we have to lump them together. Um, we do know that the mainline Protestant school graduates it would be a very small sector. Um, we, in some of our surveys, we might get um, maybe 20 or 30, where we might get 120 
evangelical Protestants. So, well, I, you know, we don't know the exact. So there are um, more Christian schools out there than there are um, certainly Methodist schools. Yeah, and the Episcopalian, even Episcopalian schools. Yeah. There might be a few. Yes. And how about the Jewish community? Yeah, we do get, uh, there, there is, of course, a strong tradition there, and we, we would like to get uh, larger samples to see um, how that works out. Um, the, the limited evidence I've seen is that it's a fairly positive impact, but of course the Jewish, uh, the, uh, the Jewish impact, impact generally uh, would be positive on civic engagement. So um, we, we haven't be, been able to sort that out, but we, we also get a small number of, of Jewish uh, school schooled respondents, but we don't have enough to really sort out or analyze. Well, I've been uh, speaking with David Sickink, a sociologist at the University of Notre Dame, about civic engagement of graduates from public Catholic, Protestant, and other private schools. David, thank you for joining me on the Education Exchange. Thank you. Enjoyed it. Well, I'm Paul Peterson. This is the Education Exchange. Please join me for a new Education Exchange podcast released on the Education Next website every Monday at noon Eastern time. Thank you for joining me.